0: Hey, it's Bill from the Pennsylvania Rock Show, and you're tuned into three questions in a song, episode number 15, I believe. I probably should have checked that before I brought it up. Make that 16, episode 16. <laughs> With me are Evie and Derelith of Bastion's Wake. <laughs> so you guys mentioned off the air that you've listened to all the episodes, which is awesome. Thank you for doing that. And um that gives you a, a uh, head above, and you probably think you're going to know what I'm going to ask you. So I don't even know that yet. <laughs> um before we before we even get into the three questions, uh, where are you guys located in Delaware?
1: Uh we jokingly like to say middle of uh, nowhere Delaware. Uh we move around a lot, so I pretty much almost all all of Delaware is where we're located. We
2: live in a cornfield. Our town is literally surrounded by cornfields. <laughs>
1: Uh, if you've ever gotten lost in Delaware, you've driven
0: by our house. <laughs> okay, then it's not a very big state. <laughs> it, it's it, really not. It is not. <laughs> okay, so I I think I I try to ask like you know a hard driving uh, music question, and then I will to throw an oddball one in. Um, I think I'm gonna start with an oddball one. If you were in my social studies book. Now I teach social studies. I should probably mention that. If you were if I found a picture of Bastion's Wake in my social studies book, what would that page be about?
2: Oh man, that is a wonderful, wonderful question. Oh man.
1: I I'm leaving that one on you. Oh thank <laughs> <It's> a- you.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh.
2: Hmm, I would say it would be the first known raid of Vikings on England in 793.
1: You going with the Viking thing?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, because they, they just came to England out of nowhere. Like, nobody knew they were a thing. Nobody knew about Viking culture. And then all of a sudden there's this random new thing that just shows up on your doorstep and is destroying everything you knew about culture (laughs) around the entire world. (laughs) And I kind of feel like that fits us because we're as wonderful and caring and embracing as the metal community has been. I don't feel like we really fit anywhere within the metal scene. Like we're not metal, but we're not not metal.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, 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 let me try that again. The um, periodic table popped into my head while you were saying that. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> That's the other subject I, I teach, science and social studies now. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, so, uh, saying what you said makes me think that you guys should probably check out the band Diesel Beast. They're from uh, Denton, Texas. Um, they are a, a metal band, kind of... Um, kind of classic metal, so not really the same subgenre. But um, their bass player, Carrick, is definitely uh, into Vikings.
2: (laughs) I love their – I just Googled them and I love their logo so much.
1: (laughs) I I feel like the 793 thing also kind of jumps out to us because one of the first venues to kind of give us a home uh, is actually a venue located in southern Delaware. Um, It's a mead hall called the Brimminghorn. And they were the first ones that were like, Hey, we, we we love heavy metal, we make mead, um, we have a following of people who love love mead and love heavy metal, and you guys are weird and different like us, uh, because it's it's all craft beer down in southern Delaware, so they stick out like a sore thumb, and they definitely gave us a home. Um So yeah, exactly exactly as Evie puts it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if there was one thing that you could tell a potential fan about um, Bastion's wake. What would you tell them?
2: Ooh, mm.
1: one
0: thing. One thing.
1: I, I, I would say. Well, the one thing that always stuck out to me is, um, we we do it all ourselves. Uh, everything from the songwriting to the instrumentation to to all the instruments to the, the production. Uh the, the only thing we didn't do ourselves was uh the album cover, which we had a local artist do. Um you know, back to our off-air rant about how I said I, I like to um I don't like to use other people's assets for when I'm doing computer stuff. Same thing musically. Uh we try to be as original as possible. So I'd I'd say the one thing I like I'd love to get across to fans about Bastion's Week is that you know we we are who we are. Um nobody there's no machine behind us driving driving us to tell us uh, why we do things or how we do things we make those decisions for ourselves and we're we're kind of unapologetic about our sound and how we how we create that sound and that image
2: that's good I think the only thing I would add is don't worry about what it is just let it be what it feels to you (laughs)
0: <laughs> Do what it be. <laughs> Do what it be. <laughs> um, my daughter has recently been on a um, talking about the Beatles kick, and I don't know why because she doesn't really listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, again, weird things are popping in my head tonight. Tonight it was the Beatles when you said, let it be. <laughs> we, uh, that's her fault, though.
2: <laughs> they got turned down from 46 record labels before they got signed, so...
0: I didn't I, know that. That's an amazing number.
2: Yeah, I've, <laughs> I'm I'm shooting for 53.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you told me off the air you're starting your own label, are you going to turn yourself down?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it I might. <laughs> that that Evie lady is a weird looking chick on stage.
0: <laughs> all right. So what I what I need from you guys now? First of all, um, I don't think we talked. Didn't finish talking about which song of yours we were going to play.
1: Yeah, so we were actually uh, off air before you even called, uh, debating on which one. So uh, we have two songs we're kind of pushing right now. We have uh, Claudia that we've been pushing since February, um, far before the album released. And uh, we're getting ready to record a music video for My Sweet Aldrina, which is going to be our next single. Um, So personally, I'd say dealer's choice to which one you feel like represents us the most. Um. How far away is the video? It's it's pretty far out right now. We still have some yeah, pre-production at least, to do.
2: at least two months.
0: Okay, well then let's do Claudia. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, can you tell the listeners a little bit about that track for me?
1: Um, so I'll let her talk about the more uh, influence thing, but I'll give you some of the, the nerdy tech specs. So the song is in a drop A guitar tuning, so it's a very low tuning that you normally hear in like gent bands or death metal uh bands and it obviously is not either of those genres mm-hmm. um <laughs> the the song is is layered uh so many times uh and back to what i was saying earlier about uh how we do it all ourselves we're the same we're, we're that way in the studio we just keep thinking more or more instrumentation to add to it so it's a it's a very layered song that kind of. What was that? Uh, uh,
2: sorry, I the computer glitch.
1: OK, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just it's a very layered song with with a lot of technicality uh, to it from a uh, engineering perspective and from the influence perspective.
2: So Claudia is about the character Claudia from Anne Rice's interview with the vampire. And when we wrote it we were trying to capture the emotions that one might feel when you're a 12 year old child who has just been turned into a vampire and is going to spend your entire life as a 10 year old child forever and ever while also capturing that kind of Victorian feel with the, the era that Claudia kind of, I don't want to say grew up in lived in, uh, which is why it is written in a three, four beat and it's got a waltz at the end of the song and, when, we, when that, we play it on stage, I'll actually waltz on stage with the song.
1: That organ in it too. That's yeah. Just there's there's pipe
2: organs in there. There are violins in there. Um, and we'll leave it up to the to the listeners. But hopefully, this song captures everything that we feel Claudia deserves to have captured.
0: Okay, so we're gonna take a few minutes and listen to Claudia by um, Bastion's Week and uh, we'll be right back to hear their answer to um Brian's question from last episode and their question for Vincenzo Grieco of episode 17 Hey, we're back, and it is time for Brian from uh, Night's Edge to ask his question.
1: Yeah, I guess the question that I'm going to – I would ask him since I'm – I've seen them live a handful of times, and I've listened to their their album uh, many times. Uh, I think it's still in my car right now, actually. Uh, But my question for them is, um, what was the inspiration behind the steampunk aesthetic that the band has kind of embraced. Like when you see them live, they have, you know, costumes and props and things to kind of emphasize a, a certain aesthetic that they're, that they're building. And uh, I was just wanted to ask, um, whoever from Bastion's wake is going to be, doing this interview. Um, what was kind of the inspiration for that?
0: I, I actually didn't realize they did that. I need to do a little more research, I guess.
2: Oh, boy, is that a loaded question? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's not a lot, but there's kind of a lot to it. Part of it is I first was introduced to wearing steampunk four years ago when I was asked to play. The Wilmington Western Railroad was running their steam train, so they made it a steampunk event. And I just, I really liked the way steampunk felt. So when we were getting this project together, we were. A lot of metal bands do like the black makeup and the chains and the studs and the black, which I'm not knocking because that's what I look like in my daily life. <laughs> but we wanted something that was more fairy tale feeling and that felt like it was more of a story. And. Luckily, Derelith was a LARPer in a past life and had a massive collection of costuming items. (laughs) And so we put this. Originally, I had a I had a light up cape that I used to wear on stage. And there was like a whole fairy tale theme to what we had going on. But we one day he put goggles on his hat and put this crazy looking steampunk hat on. And it just it felt right with the music.
0: Okay. Um, What question do you guys have for Vincenzo?
2: When I was looking through his music and all the places that he has been and played, the one thing I couldn't stop thinking about is when he is traveling, what is the one thing, music or non-musical, preferably non-musical, that he just cannot live without when he's on the road?
0: I like that question. <laughs> You want to write some questions for me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I want to thank you guys for coming on.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having us. This has been a really awesome experience. Yeah, thank
0: you very much. And, and the last thing I need from you is for you to tell people where they can find you online.
2: We are everywhere. Well, theoretically everywhere.
1: Everywhere except for Pandora because they have... Some weird standards, <laughs> uh, but you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. Um, but also, if you want to buy physical CDs and physical merch from us, um, you can head over to uh, Bandcamp.com and search up Bastions Wake. Uh, Bastions with the O, <laughs> as we were joking earlier. Ah, and I've been saying it wrong. You should have yelled at me. <laughs> uh, it's it's fine. We actually used to say Bastions until we played a show three years ago with a band from the UK. And uh, they were um, a folk, or Americana folk band called the Black Feathers. And their singer, she uh, pronounced our band name as Bastion's Wake. And it it stuck. (laughs) That's how we started pronouncing it.
2: And also, if you're really strapped for cash, like you're super strapped and you can't like, you don't have gigabytes on your phone for downloading music or whatever for Spotify and you can't pay for Spotify and streaming services. Some person out there uploaded our album to every single metal, sh- um, download pirating site. <laughs> so all I ask, if you pirate our album, burn a copy and give it to somebody else and I'll call it even, <laughs>
0: Okay, so this has been episode number 16 of Three Questions in a Song. Check us out, um, on the 15th when we chat with Vincenzo from Rome, Italy.